0: Welcome to Private Banking Strategies Podcast with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks, your secret weapon to protect your assets and never have to start over financially again. Vance and Seth help high net worth individuals, families, business owners, and investors structure an asset-protected tax-free fortress for their families. Learn how to keep what you earn and use the velocity of money to create your own private banking system. Join us on this journey as we explore the secret strategies of the rich and political elite and help you take total control of your financial security. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to Private Banking Strategies with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks. If you're just tuning in, these gentlemen have already released a few podcasts. They are really in-depth, meat and potatoes. The things that they do with the private banking strategy, it's definitely worth the listen. There are some complications to this process, because that's what these guys specialize in. I mean, let's face it, they are powerhouses in this area, and so now moving forward, what we're going to do is Vance and Seth are going to share a story, uh, a real-life client story, a situation that you'll probably find yourself in. A lot of the things that you're going to hear on these podcasts, you're going to say, hey, I relate to that. That's something that that sounds like me or my situation, so we're going to start this off with kind of the story of where somebody was, how the different steps that they put in place relate to the pillars that they have. And they have seven pillars, and those are explained in some of the previous podcasts. But this is going to be fantastic. You're going to learn a lot. Really think about the story that you're hearing and realize that you're probably part of this. Vance and Seth, good afternoon. How are you?
2: Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Eric.
1: Seth, thank you for being here. I'm, I'm so glad that you're going you're gonna to be piggybacking off of what Vance tells us a story, and you're going to really break this down for us in bite-sized pieces. Vance, what story are we going to talk about today?
2: Well, we're going to jump in with both feet and talk about a typical family who's self-employed, professional, who fell on hard times. I've gotten permission from the client to narrate his story a little bit, So that we too, if we find ourselves or a loved one in some of these same situations, we'll be able to relate. This man's profession was a chiropractor, so we're going to call him Mr. Cairo. All right. Circumstances evolved to a point where a couple made an appointment with me. They drove up from Houston five hours to get to my office. Mm-hmm. And they came in and uh, introduced themselves, and they looked like they were worn out. And they told their story, and my heart went out to them. <laughs> and I guess it was because they were full of tears many, many times. Mm-hmm. Evidently, this uh, client, Mr. Cairo, was misdiagnosed with Lyme's disease. Mm-hmm. And in this type of profession, you cannot practice with that on your record. He was misdiagnosed for two solid years before they found out their mistake. Mm. So think of the spiral that happened to this uh, couple. They were in their office. They were on their last effort before they were going to file bankruptcy. They had gone through all of their assets, all of their monies. and some miracle, uh, they said, they had heard about our practice and that what Vance and Seth tells you, you can rely on. They're going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. So they were hoping that that was true. They wanted to hear what we had to say. And when I asked them a question, one of the first questions I said, well, what is it that you want from me? What can I help you with? So they told me they were getting ready to file bankruptcy they, they were back employed and they were making a little bit of a profit, but combined with the monthly payments and the profit, they could never see themselves clear of the heavy debt that they accumulated. Hmm. So I want to just jump into the debt a little bit so you understand there was right at four hundred fifty to $500,000 of excess debt. This was second mortgages along with mortgages, loans, all kinds of loans from different banks to help them out during this period of time. They had tapped every resource they knew and had borrowed right to the limits. Mm. And it was back to work, but they couldn't see themselves out and they didn't want to be strapped for the rest of their lives under this a mountain of debt. The average interest rate was over 16%. Incidentally, this can be seen on a video. If you decide, you can actually look at the numbers. I'm just going to narrate the story to you folks at this point. As we progressed, I asked them, what's the first thing you want to do? And mom, in this case, was there. She just broke down in tears and says, do I have to take my two sons out of university? They were attending Michigan University at the time. And there was no money to continue to pay uh, tuitions. So we proceeded. We looked at all of the debt. And we, I asked him, I said, is there any additional resource? And when you look online or at the numbers, we come up with approximately just a little bit over $30,000, a little bit into savings that they swore they would never touch, some stocks owned by parents that was willed to them, a little mutual fund, a little bit here, a little bit there. They had a Roth IRA. They didn't want to touch that because they might have to pay penalties, but they had about $33,000. But how far is that going to go against a mountain of debt of Mm -hmm. almost a half a million dollars at 16%? The other thing I found out was this, folks, is that he said, now that I'm back to work, I can afford two office patient visits, the money I make off of two patient visits per day towards this system that I've heard about Mm -hmm. to see if it will help me get out of debt. And to tell you what that is, folks, that that equated to $20,000 annually. So if you, you times that by the number of weeks, days that he worked per week and, and weeks he worked per year, came out right at $20,000. Mm-hmm. So I told them in that s- scenario, I need to go to work. I need to put the power of banking to work for you and show you how soon you're going to get out of debt. And I asked them and reiterated, Do you think it's going to take a lifetime to get out of debt? And they said, yes, we can't see our way clear. And I said, well, if I can get you out before that, can we celebrate? What can we do with the, the extra money? Mm-hmm. And they assured me that they could put it to work. The long and the, the short of the story, as we built a plan together, we introduced a strategy that the banks use every day. We'll all agree that the banks always get the money back, right? Right. Mm -hmm. They lend it out, it always comes back, or at least, and and, uh, Seth will back me up here, I miss the day that they give out free money. (laughs) (laughs) Banks don't give out free money. They always get the money back. So when you and I do our thing during the day and the month, when do we get the money that we spend back? Well, we don't. And that's because we're not following the same strategy that the banks do. So the simple equation is we're going to put the bank strategy in this client's life. And we're going to show them how to get money back on their payments and use that money over to compound the payments down so that they can get out of debt. One at a time, we usually start a strategy close to the smallest owed debt and then work towards the largest. So all along this time, we're not going to require the client, Mr. Cairo, to work any differently. Mm. He's not going to have to work harder. He's not even going to have to change his cash flow. What we're going to change is who ends up with the money. So at the end of the day, when everything is done, every one of us have heard in our lifetime, never spend principle. What is principle? you ask? Well, principle is the money you earn after taxes. When you go to work, you earn a new income. That is all principle. Well, the oxymoron is, or the uh, dilemma and the conflict is, well, wait a minute. We have to survive. We have to, you know, pay our way through. We have to pay for our expenses, of course. And naturally, we have to spend our principle. Nelson Nash put it this way, folks. It's not so much what we don't know about money that's hurting us. It's all about what we think we know about money that's incorrect. That is is a fallacy. Having to spend principal monthly is incorrect. It's it's 180 degrees opposite.
1: Hmm.
2: How do the banks get the money out? How do they get how, how do they get it out? How do they get it back? Well, everybody knows where to go and get money. You go to the banks. And if you don't need it, you can have all you want. If you need money, then they're going to make you go through the ringer and probably give you as little as they they need to. But mm-hmm. the banks have the money. Do they give it away? No. They lend it, folks. They lend the money. The system that was taken out of America from Uh, The control of our education system back in the early 50s through the 70s eradicated This strategy out of the average American's lives Before branch banking we still did Banking only we used a different concept. We used a, a different strategy That strategy has never been lost the banks use it on all of their own personal safe money Exactly the same way we lay it out for clients but it's something that works. Every one of us will agree that the banking industry is the most successful industry in the history of the world about accumulating growth and assets and money the way they manipulate it. I hope everybody's learned the first principle. The first thing we have to do is lend money. Mm -hmm. If we do not lend money, that money has to be worthless to us. We have to agree upon that because that's exactly it. We have, have, have agreed that, okay, this money, we're going to pay for this, and we don't want it back. We're willing to sacrifice our time, our effort, and our talent to have to start over again and go earn a new dollar. Mm-hmm. If we lend that money to pay that item, then we're going to want it back, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to explore now how... This process is set up, how it works, and what we do for these clients. Incidentally, I want to tell you the back end of this client story as we delve into it. This may take us a couple of times here on different podcasts and to introduce concepts and principles. Because if, if we put an elephant in the room or on the plate, you can't eat it all in one setting. Mm-hmm. So this concept of being able to set up a system, putting the banking equation back in our lives and being able to lend the money for what we need. You know, the Donald Trump's and the Warren Buffett's, they do not spend principal. They go to the banks and say, hey, my budget just to survive and pay all my bills is going to be two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I want you to lend it to me. And the banks do it. How much do you want? Okay, great. They never spend principal. They know how to talk the language. We have to get to some point where we value the money, we put it to work, and we get it back. So we start a lending process. So I think at this point, Seth and Eric, Seth knows all about, we've dissected uh, what we do all the time. So he's going to come back and give us some, some of the points that I've laid out. Eric, there might be some individual questions you have on this, but we now want to explore what we put into place, maybe line item by line item. How were we able to buy the first debt? Notice I didn't say pay off. Mm-hmm. I said buy. Yeah. With that, that's the layout here. This is an everyday strategy. I hope you are able to maybe see yourself or a loved one that might be faced with something like this, a mountain of debt where they can never see themselves clear. Yeah. I I
1: think that anybody listening to this can definitely pick out some key points in there and say, you know what, that's kind of my situation, or I've been close to that situation, or wow, I want to hear how this one resolves. So when we come back, it's going to be Seth really breaking this down and talking about what strategies are being used and and how they're being incorporated into this plan. So you're gonna wanna stick around for that.
3: Do you see yourself in that story? Do you feel like you are generating a lot of revenue but are not moving forward as fast as you would like? Are you ready for help? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777. Or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com. Are you ready to talk? Click on the link in the show notes and schedule an exploratory call today.
1: All right, welcome back. I, I'm so glad you're still with us. I want to let you know that as Seth goes through this, and the story that Vance told is, is very true, and it's it's something that happened to one of their clients, and all these podcasts are going to be involving stories of, of success uh, from their clients. So it's going to be something you're going to want to definitely subscribe to and listen to. But there's an added resource that these gentlemen have added to the the immense amount of information they're giving you. They have created a Loom video. I'm not even very familiar with Loom videos. These guys are technology, they're, they're far above me. But they've got a Loom video that they're gonna provide for you so you can see the numbers, you can see the everything happening on the screen. That's something that's extra that they're gonna give to you and at the end of the podcast, they're gonna tell you how to get to that resource uh, and receive that for absolutely free. So please stick around for that. Seth, you're up to bat, my friend. Let's break this down a little bit. Talk to me about this story.
4: Thanks, Eric. Well, what sticks out to me about this family is, is the pain that they were yeah. experiencing from the fear of being wiped out financially. Here's this chiropractor that was misdiagnosed and basically had his tool belt stripped and couldn't earn money for his family. Mm. After a couple of years, they were so heavily in debt into the hundreds of thousands of dollars, they didn't see that they could ever get out. It was an express form of slavery to, to financial burden. What Vance started to lay out for them was an absolute roadmap, step-by-step, of how to climb out of that hole, and although they didn't see that they could do that, and they came in with literal tears, doubt, uncertainty, and and unbelief, really, in the process, or Vance, they decided to take that leap of faith and and follow the roadmap, and they are an absolute rock star because They did that. They actually had the fortitude and the courage to follow the advice and follow the plan step by step. And as they did, what we call a headwind that forces drag in your financial uh, prosperity became a tailwind and it Mm -hmm. lifted them and accelerated them such that they never went backwards again. And that's one of the pillars, the seven pillars of private banking strategies is that this strategy and uh, it's not an investment. But you're, an in, you're investing in a discipline and in a strategy, and you're putting your money in a place that now gives you lift yep. uh, rather than a headwind. And that lift uh, accelerates. And as they began to accelerate year upon year, they, they became more hopeful, less anxiety-ridden. They were on top of their bills. Everybody wants to be with winners. Eric, I mean, we, who wants to be uh, with losers? I want to be with winners. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to be with winners. They want to be secure. They want to have the enjoying the life that that they create for themselves. Well,
1: Seth, I'll tell you, one of the things that strikes me about this story specifically is that this gentleman was a chiropractor. And and we know, scientifically, it's been proven, when you carry stress, you carry stress in your body, right? Your, Your joints ache, or your neck aches, or you get headaches because you've got this stress. I can't imagine the amount of stress that they were going through, the lack of sleep. I mean, I've, I've been in situations where you've got worry and concern. You don't, you don't sleep well, you don't eat right. I mean, there's so many things that it affects. And I, I can imagine the place that they are at when they came down and sat in your office the very first day and how that changed over that time frame.
4: Absolutely. I mean, you got to have compassion for people, especially if you've gone through trials and troubles of your own mm-hmm. that, uh, have kept you up at night and The stress, like you said, weighing on you like a 400-pound bar. These folks, as they began to get lift, which really didn't take that long, they saw these principles in action in the first few months, and they began to catch that lift and that stress lifts and the anxiety lifts, and they began to breathe a little easier. They were able to keep their kids in college. They They were able to avoid bankruptcy, which they were on the precipice of filing. And they began to see that light at the end of the tunnel, and that they were going to be they were going to be able to make it through this. So that that's really where we thrive is everybody we love to help everybody, but these stories where people are, are burdened down, and we're able to to step in and get them out of this type of situation and this type of hole really, really makes you feel good. They coming from a place of being uh, almost losing it all there was an overleveraging mm-hmm. and it's a, unfortunately there's a lot of americans that overspend that is one of the types of folks that we we really can't help if you continually spend more than you make these people didn't they were they're not by overspending they weren't there from overleveraging necessarily they were there from a medical misdiagnosis that yeah. prevented him from earning what he'd been making but let's let's be real a, a lot of americans spend more than they make they, they accumulate toys and things that they really can't afford, and that's just the American way. And if you cannot forsake that mindset and step into uh, another strategy where you actually control the money and the money doesn't control you, then we can't help you. But that's why I said these guys are like rock stars because they actually took the advice, the eight-year roadmap that I'm describing, and they put it into work. Yeah,
1: that was actually my next question. I know that Vance just barely scratched the surface on this story. And we're going to get into um, getting more in depth in the next two podcasts. But the time frame is what I was wondering about. So you said it's like an eight year roadmap, correct?
4: Yeah, the, the roadmap that Vance puts together for folks is an eight year roadmap. And that that can be changed and modified as things change, assets change, liabilities change, incomes change. But that's where we start with that eight-year roadmap. And if nothing changes and you don't have to work any harder or take a second job, you can follow that roadmap right to the end and and know exactly where you're going and where you're going to end up in financial freedom and security. I mean, these folks scraped together about 30,000 bucks. That's all they had to their name yeah. from friends and family loans and selling used things on Craigslist and you know that that's not a whole lot but they went all in they jumped in the deep end and they they trusted us to put this to work for them and this is the thing that we're after with this it's a new uh, form of banking to most that they're unaware of now but it's not new in our history it's a 200-year-old concept of private banking through whole life insurance and it's the contract that we're after in these situations
1: hmm. fantastic Well, guys, do you have any closing thoughts for today's podcast? Because, again, this is a journey that we're all going to be going on together. Great information. We're going to continue this on the next podcast. But any closing thoughts for today?
2: Well, as far as I'm concerned, since this is so typical to so many people... What will be surprising is the information we're going to introduce mm-hmm. remember seth has said a couple of times i said at the beginning these people scrape together the remaining little teeny bit of asset that they had yeah we want to talk about what is how to put things wake things up versus having things asleep how to wake investments up how to from being asleep i'm just excited because this is just the opening page here folks and and here's a typical example i'm so thankful for the cairo family for allowing us to to use Mm -hmm. their numbers as a typical example yeah absolutely all right guys well we
1: promised the audience uh, that loom video how do they find that loom video so they can watch it
4: It's going to be a link that's made available with the podcast and should simply just be a click through link and they'll get a 30 minute discussion of an analysis and spreadsheets where Vance is taking them through line by line, year by year, debt by debt and asset by asset illustrating how this
1: works. Fantastic! All right. That'll be a link in the show notes, everybody, right in the show notes on your favorite player, the one you're listening to this podcast on. Go there. There should be a link there that'll take you right to that video, and you can can get that from Vance and Seth. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. This was a fantastic podcast. I'm looking forward to part two, for sure. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Eric. You bet. And our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Private Banking Strategies podcast with Vance Lowe and Seth X. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Vance and Seth come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Private Banking Strategies, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day
3: every day, and we'll see you next time. Did that story feel like it was about you? Do you feel you should be making more progress toward your financial goals? Do you feel stuck? Let us help you get unstuck. Are you ready to take action and get your own private bank? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com. Are you ready to talk today? Click on the link in the show notes to schedule an exploratory call.
0: Thank you for listening to the Private Banking Strategies podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Private Banking Strategies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.